San Francisco, I'm coming to you March 6th to the 9th. And then I'm coming to Dallas, Texas, March 22 and 23. Washington, D.C., April 21st. And then San Diego, May 11th. Come see me do the standing comedy. Get tickets at FumiAbe.com. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, Welcome to, to Cash, Cash Cuties. Cuties, a super personal finance podcast where we analyze our friends' private credit card statements and judge their spending habits. With love, I am Fumi Abe. And I'm Stuffy Bake. We are back again on this couch. It's just us two yep. this week. Um, Steffi, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, you know, I love how cozy it feels today. You got the heater on. I got the heater on. I remember the first time you came over, it was not on. Uh-uh. And it was freezing. So cold. And why Why did you decide to put the, the heater on today? Um, No, it was on last week, too. I It was, was it? broken for a little bit. when you when The uh, first time you came over, it was broken. That you're being cheap. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's a That's wall so heater. Funny. It's a wall heater. Dude, That's Asians, so you know funny. Asian households are always considering that. Our parents are like, no, wait a second. Yeah, with Do the we AC really need the heat? Yeah, go put another jacket on. I will say I'm like so um just generous when it comes to heat. I don't give a fuck. I will have it on. Okay. Because I'm I'm always so cool. I'm a, I'm a dainty man. You know what I'm saying? I'm always cold. I don't, I don't have a lot of skin on me. Yeah. So, you don't have that much fat on you. No, there's no fat. I mean, there's yeah. a little bit of fat, but like it's not really keeping me warm. And so I'm always, always cold. I used to fight with my roommates about the room temperature all the time. Really? But you're a generous day. heat. Dude, heat, I, I, I pop the sh- cool. I wake up. I wake up extra early just to pop it on so that when I really wake up, it's warm. You know? There's nothing like a warm apartment. Love it. Like there's, love oh it. God, well, we love it. Yeah, so uh, you're asking me how I am. Uh, just <laughs> yes, yes, I was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what have you been? You went to like the you had a whole World Cup thing this week. I did, and it was Korea against Brazil, yes. which you know, as people know, I I am a citizen. I have a citizen. I have Brazilian citizenship. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because my father, he okay. was a Brazilian. Do citizen. you have three citizenships? America, I, Korea. I don't have Korean. Oh, okay. So, so what, what country like are you? Because the World Cup is all about like country versus country. Bro, I thought <laughs> this would be a simple. I was like, I woke up in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Dumb had asked me a week before. He's like, hey, let's go watch the game. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. But it was in Koreatown. Yeah. I thought, I actually thought it was going to be at his house. Okay. Like I thought a group of us were going to get together. Yeah. Yes. Pro- I, I knew that there was going to be, they're all Koreans. Yes. But I was like, I'm very excited about Brazil. Like, Brazil's all about they fucking love football. Like yes. they love it so much. Yes. They I grew up watching it when I would go to my grandparents' house. We were watching Brazilian soccer all the time. Yeah. So like I have a connection between like Brazil soccer. Like the, that those things are like synonymous to me. Right, right, right. It's not like like you are Korean, but like you don't have those memories like cheering on the Korean team or whatever. So when not you say soccer, really. emotionally, you're you're with Brazil yes, already. Yes. Yeah. So, you, so you're supporting Brazil in the match, Korea versus Brazil. Yeah. I mean, I felt a little like conflict. There's some confliction. And I was like, oh, I have this other group to like fall back on if the other one doesn't win. Hilarious. Hedging, right. hedging, <laughs> hedging your identity. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Oh my God. But yeah, so I just, I also just thought, okay, Brazil's going to win. Yeah, They're just yes. the best. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. So I put on my Brazilian like jersey type of wear. I have like a lot of Brazilian clothing. Like, yeah. so I, I and I did like I my eyeshadows. I woke up like two hours earlier so I can like you know you did be all a green. fanny. Yeah. yeah, I did green, yellow, a little bit of blue. Okay, and, okay. You know, I called Dumb and Dumb's like, oh, we're gonna actually meet at this like local bar, a bar called Cafe Blue. Okay. It's like where it's the Korean town bar. Okay. It's like. <laughs> it's like the center of Koreatown. So I was like, okay, like I was kind of excited to go into the yeah. the bar, yeah. and then the minute I, the, it's a 
dingy dark bars uh-huh. with a, they open the door and it's super it's like black inside and i could see all these faces turn at me and because you're wearing a bright yellow I'm wearing a bright jersey. yellow i got like <laughs> fucking tassels of pink i mean i mean green and like yellow tassels yeah, yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah. they turn and then i'm like oh <laughs> i was like this is i could already feel the uncomfortableness oh of the situation the game had just started Dude, 15 to 20 minutes in. Dumb and them haven't even come, so I'm there by myself waiting by for these yourself, idiots to come. Asshole. Like a fucking <laughs> asshole. And I was like, oh, Bro, fuck. When you said that, I Don't. pictured that scene from, uh, have you ever seen Old Boy? Yeah. Where the one guy has to fight like 30 men in a oh hallway. Oh my God. It's like just yeah. you, you and up like 55, like bunch of like old Korean guys and you just yeah. like, have to fight to the death because they hate you now. Exactly. And then literally Dumb walks in literally like an, uh, five minutes later. I'm like, oh my God. By the way, God. five minutes in, it's already like 4-0. You know what I'm saying? They scored so fast. They scored so They scored quick. so fast. And Dumb looks at me and he goes, Oh my god. And he starts going <laughs> in and about my identity. He's Damn. like he's like he's like I know who I am, but I, you don't know who you are. He's like I'm Korean. And I was like, "Bro, like chill the fuck out." It gets the World Cup always gets so political, you know. I know. Like I was just thinking, like, okay, this is fun, but but, but the, in the same round, Japan also lost, and I'm like, oh my god, if Japan and Korea both won, it's gonna get so fucking political. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Wild, right? I almost wanted one of us to lose so we didn't have to have to go through that. Really? I wanted. I I thought it'd be cool to see how it happened. It would, it would I heard so the, political. Right? Dude. I heard the Korean, uh, the anchors or whatever you call them, the sports anchors yeah. were talking. They were so excited that Japan lost, which I think is kind of like fucked up and wild, <laughs> Wait, the, but also the, the news anchors yeah like because you know how our game started right the brazil oh, like, after, after so right i guess like those people who were, had just heard that korea had, or japan had lost yeah, 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 like yeah, apparently yeah, yeah. like they were talking mad shit like i always wanted to go i actually, I actually think the next one's gonna be in america i think it's it is there's so, mexico there's, canada and u.s yes right? yeah but there are games here yeah so i i would we love got, to we go. gotta get tickets, we gotta bro. fucking get well, tickets. i looked into tickets because i was like i always thought because the soccer is the most popular sport in the world right and yeah. i always thought like these tickets must be so expensive. And they looked them up and they're actually not that bad. We can see on the screen here, like there's four different categories. I think category one is like the best seats yeah. or whatever. So opening match is like uh. 600 bucks. Then it's like 200 bucks per each group match. Round of 16, which is one we just saw is only 275. Yeah. That's nothing. But and this the- is for this game, this year, right? This and year. and I, I was saying, I think it's because it's in Qatar. So you and think inflation? I think nobody wants to fucking go to Qatar. Okay. Oh, like no one's like traveling to Qatar well, and like the numbers of people that are like there versus like I, I think the tickets are going to be much more expensive here. In the UK it's more accessible and it's, it's like this is like a more fun country to visit or something. It's or accessible. Th- more people are, that means that more people like are likely to already want to go because yeah, they're yeah, it's yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It's just. That's a good point though because I was thinking like maybe this is a bajillion Qatar dollars you know 1600 bucks. Oh you don't think that's that's in dollars. I, I think this is USD. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, USD. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah $1,600 isn't too Dude, bad. Dude, I have friends who paid 3000 to see Bad Bunny like a month ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, And this is fucking the World Cup, so. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think people are like flying out to, like I, I, they, I think they need to make it cheaper out there so people will yeah. go. How much would you pay for a soccer game? The World uh, Cup? I think I'm going to try to go for free. How? You just got to know people. Oh, because you're like a hot blonde Asian girl? <laughs> Fuck that shit, <laughs> What's bro. A blonde? to do with that is that does the that make it is more everything. is that is the that more is, is it more unicorn? it's more valuable yeah oh 
yeah, 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 yeah. shit. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, I would pay. I don't know. I think I would spend. <laughs> I think it's so funny that we're both looking at this chart that has like the price tickets and like from my like my sh- straight Asian guy angle. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, like 1600s. Like, okay, I can like save here and there and like you know it'll be in four years. And you're like you're seeing these numbers, but it's all zero because you're like I know some man's gonna ask me to go with him. <laughs> Dude, I, the finances of a true. hot girl is so different, dude. So today, it's just two of us, so we wanted to cover like a specific topic. And I would say that, you know, if you've been listening to since episode one, I think you and I are both pretty like responsible financially. Wow, you think that about I, me? I think so. I, I think that like you have your moments, you know, you you have your moments where I'm like, $2,000 at Nordstrom's on a Wednesday. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, you have your moments, but I think for the most part, like you are at least conscious of like what's coming in and out. And so like even this conversation we just had about gifting, you're like, oh, I used to give my mom a couple thousand dollars this year. It's going to, I'm going to take her out to the Olive Garden or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you, you, sticks you, on me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's oh my like, God. You, you, you feel it. I mean, I think to me, you feeling the in and outs of your money is important because that means you're like sort of aware, like you know what's going on. There are people who can't even, who are numb financially and they're just spending, spending no matter oh how much God. they're making. So I think we're like sort of financially responsible. Yeah. I, I would definitely like let you borrow money. If you, if you ask me for, Aww. you know what I mean? I have Whoa. very few friends. It's been four episodes and now you, <laughs> you, you went from being like, wow, you are wreck. I remember you started with thinking that I was like, so a little reckless. Yeah. But then we yeah. had dumb, dumbfounded on and I was like, there are worse people in this world, you know? Anyways. I love that. I love this. <laughs> I love but, it. And you are extremely careful. You know, exactly. You're Excel sheeted out. Like, I'm too careful. By the way, I was going to talk about this earlier, but we totally did it. And I'll just talk about it for a second. Cause I don't want to spend too much time on it. But like I started doing end of year tax preparation. Uh-huh. And you know, I told you that like I was freaking out because I didn't have a job. Yeah. And I was like looking for a new yeah. job. <laughs> I'll probably beat this out, but I, I, I only worked until June this year. Oh, shut up. And I made like, this year. <laughs> I hate you. I hate so, you. So like, I knew this was. I knew this was it, though. But but I it's knew because it. it's because I'm responsible, and so even when I'm freaking out, I'm good, baby. I got that net. And you you're anxious. Saying? Come I'm, on. But it's like wh- sometimes I need to do the math to be like, oh no, I can calm down. I hate you, know you right saying? now. <laughs> it makes my insides hurt. Look at you. Just look oh, at you. Oh, God. That's why, I'm so, that's why I'm so relaxed today. You see me? I'm not like super jittery, you know? Because wow. I'm like, I'm good. You fucking killed it with your finances, Well, honestly. just this year. Next year, I'm so fucked. But anyways. Well, congratulations on this like <laughs> epiphany. It's fucking rude. Yes. But it's also, I'm happy for you because Thank you. that's all because of you. That's what's beautiful about finances. It's like, you can't you blame you, you can't, you're right. you can't blame anyone. anybody. You can't blame anybody. But anyways, today, this week, we want to talk about no matter where you are financially, if you're responsible, irresponsible, it doesn't matter. Everybody has a financial blind spot. And by that, I mean everyone has a vice that they spend money on where all your financial logic just goes out the fucking window and you're just like spending money like you're in a fucking rap music <laughs> video. I think everybody has that. Yeah. I don't think it's constant, but everybody has a phase, you know? Yeah. Some people are like have addictive personalities, like whatever it may be. And this week, we wanted to talk about vice. Ooh. Yes. 
You even pasted the, pasted the definition I did. of vice. Can I read it? Yes, you can read it. The word vice. I had to look it up because I, I was like. That's so funny. I think that's a red flag, to be honest with you. What I, the fuck? I, I think it means you don't know what. You don't know like your financial blind spots. If you well, don't know what vice it To means. me, vice was just such like a heavy word. It's like, it's usually sex, drugs, or like some crazy shit. And I was like, I feel like I'm so responsible that I'm like, maybe I don't have this thing. Um, the word vice can be defined as a bad habit or ongoing pattern of behavior that represents moral weakness or depravity. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that definition is like more confusing. It represents moral weakness or depravity. Okay. Yeah. Moral weakness. That's, That's a good, good. I think you're like, it's just, no matter, how, you know, for me, I'm like, my whole thing is like, I'm super financial responsible, blah, blah, blah. But there are certain things in life where I'm just like, I'm like the guy you're talking about. I'm like the bow emoji. Like, please, <laughs> please do anything you want to me. Take all my money. Are like, you a sub a bit? Subby? No, I'm not subby. I mean, but it, but to, but to certain things, I am subby. I love and it's that. Not, it's not sexual. Certain things, I'm financially subby. You know, uh, like financially dummy. You know. So today we wanted to talk about what these vices are for us. Yeah. And how it sort of says a lot about. Oh my god, who I'm so excited to what you're about to go into right now because um, I, I want to hear the details of of your vice. So my vice. It's very surprising. Okay, I'm sorry. So I didn't want to. No, it's okay. Go ahead. My vice is strip clubs. Oh! It's strip clubs, baby. <laughs> yes! Make it rain! Make it rain! <laughs> um, and that might be surprising to some people who don't know me, but I used to go a lot. I used to go a lot. I just like, I'm going to just do a brief, brief yeah. history okay. of my behavior. Okay. And I'll sort of let you ask me whatever question. Wild. So like, I, I, obviously I knew what they were for a long time. But I'd never, I, I didn't go because it's one of those things where you're like, you know, it looks scary, right? Like the bouncer outside, yeah. you, you, it's like this thing that you're not supposed to go to. It's this thing, like for me growing up, it's like where my like friends deadbeat dads would go. And I was like, I don't want to go there. But then when I was 19 years old, I went to this restaurant and my manager there was like sort of, he's just kind of like a guy who goes to the strip club. He goes to a lot of stuff like that. And so he took me for like, he just took me one night after work. He's like, "Are you to a strip club?" And I was like, "Nah." And he's like, "Okay, I'll take you." And I had a, I had a fake ID at the time because you, you have to be twenty one to get in. So he took me to Flash Dancers, dead smack in the middle of Times Square, and we go in. And the, I think like my mind was still like I was nineteen, so it's still like moldable, yeah. or I don't know what the word is. Mo- like, it's like it's still developing. It's still developing, and like when I walked down there, like. It got molded. You know what I'm saying? It got molded. Like oh all those boobs God. and the naked women. And like, it was just so crazy. I experienced like euphoria. <gasps> like I was like, hi. I was like, this is wild. This is so Because you were wild. not like, you. I feel like you you lived a pretty like clean cut type I, of I'm a clean cut guy. guy. Also at the time, like I've seen like my friend's boobs, but I've never seen like a bunch of boobs, you know? What do you mean your friend's boobs? Like when I was in high school, like we'd be at a party and some girl would like flashy or something. You know what I mean? <gasps> like I, I've experienced that, but like I was still a virgin and like I've just never oh seen like, I've just never seen like naked women like that before. And uh, we like sat down. He bought my first lap dance. I remember at flash dances, you're at the bar. When you buy lap dance, they take you to the lap dance area. And I, I didn't know how it worked. And he's like, you just give her like 20 bucks. So I gave her 20 bucks. 
And he was like, don't forget to tip her at the end. I was like, okay. So I, I, I got us some wands or whatever. Uh-huh. And she's like, okay. She was like this Russian lady. She's like, okay, let's go. And she <gasps> fucking grabs my hand. And she like, she's like, we're like, wa- like holding hands. And like we're walking to the back room. Uh-huh. But she's so much taller than me. Yeah. So she looks like I'm holding hands like a mom or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I got my first lap dance. Got a huge boner. And then like, I don't know. Something about that like transactionist was like hot to me. I don't know. Of I just, course it is. It was just hot. And so like. I went, I mean, I wasn't, I don't know about that I was addicted, but I definitely went a lot for somebody who was like, I, so, then, so then I didn't really go went by I, yourself or with friends. I would go as with friends at first, but then I started going alone. <gasps> and then like, but this is when I was like in my early twenties. And I think like people in their early twenties don't really go to strip clubs that often. And like, I wasn't going every week. I'd probably, I was probably going like once every like two, three months, but that's still a lot for somebody. Wow. Dude, this, this 20s. is crazy. I can't like, I can't imagine that. Th- I, I think I th- see you as a very like, again, clean cut, just like you're doing your taxes right at the same, like, like to, to know that you are spending money at a strip club just seems so like, I don't know. It sounds like a, you need to play <laughs> this character. Cause I imagine you be, like, I would imagine you at the strip club, like doing accounting on like when people are throwing money, you're like counting how much money is down. <laughs> on there and you're like typing away like oh this person has uh spent 132 dollars like does any of that even get taxed i don't even know how that works like that's why it's cash because i think they lied to the irs or whatever so so so, so, so tell me so you're so you when you would go you would always have cash right or or do they i've never been to a strip club i went once oh really okay so we can go if you want sometime but yes um, we have to i okay this is how i do it so like i'm still financially responsible so the way it works is like you have to, it's like a lot of it is cash. You can like buy dances on credit, but like who the fuck will do that? Also, there is an ATM machine at the strip club, but you the swipe fee, the butt. The fee- <laughs> is that what happens? You, you just like, you bring it and you, you swipe, swipe the, the asshole. Um, but no. the ATM machines there are so expensive. It's like $10 being charged from <gasps> the ATM machine and the bank. So it's $20 just to get out some cash. So what I always did is like, I would go to Chase Bank before and I would take out like $200 and I'd be like, this is all I'm spending. And I would just, I would, like it's kind of like I do that with gambling too. I just go with a stack of cash that I know I'm gonna lose, and I just spend it uh-huh. and I leave when that's gone. Okay. And so like it's I'm, your birthday present. Yeah, I don't get fucked up and stuff. I just like I just do it like that. And now like with inflation, I probably take out like every time I, I probably spent like three hundred bucks or something like that because dance is a little bit more expensive now. But I remember like <laughs> I was able to sort of you know this is how I did it. This is how I had fun, and there's some we can get into like the psyche part of it. But I remember I I stopped going with friends because some of my friends. I realize like a lot of people don't mm. have self-control in these mm. uh, environments. Mm. And like, again, like the friend I was talking about in episode one, my G-Wagon friend, like we worked at the same job. Like I remember like, bro, like he, like he would like take out cash from the ATM machine because like we both go to Chase Bank mm. and be like, okay, let's only spend like 250. Mm. <laughs> like, like mm. being mad cute. Like we're going to the bank, we're both taking out cash yeah. and we're like, we're going to the strip club. Yeah. So like when, when he's out of that, like he'd be really fucked up. He'd be like really drunk and he'd go to the ATM, get more money or like he'd get a private dance. One time we like, went kind of late so yeah. they closed at four in new york so like one time we would stay until four and i couldn't find him and i was like <gasps> dude i'm gonna leave like where are you yeah. and i left and i thought i was like i kept calling him he wouldn't pick up and the next morning he's like bro i don't know what happened man and i'm like what, ha- what? what happened and like i guess he was like in a private room where they go until five and private rooms are like seven hundred dollars so this dude like in total he dropped like a fucking grand on this night that was supposed to be like two bros being goofy and f- wow. like enjoying some titties together can, can you, know? you share that room could you have been in that room and he could have like 
Split it with me? Yeah. No, it's called a private room, Steffi, because they get like fucking know. naked and they shove their fucking vaginas in your face and shit, dude. Do you, oh, oh so, how, so how much are they showing you? Or do they show the vagina? So I've never, I, I did a private room once like a long time ago, but it wasn't like, it was for my friend Katie Katie's birthday party mm-hmm. and it was like very PG, but like it really depends on where you are. In LA, there's some like, LA, there's like nude bars. So like when they do a dance, mm. they're like completely naked. <gasps> in New York, they don't take off the bottom. Uh, unless you go to a private room or something like that, but like private rooms are so expensive. I I never. I, I, other than that one time, I I don't usually go. Do they let you touch it? Anything? I've never been, so I don't know. Oh, I mean, I think some place I've heard rumors. Some places like jerk you off or something, but like it, it, it's pretty strict these days. So I don't think that they do. I heard that. Vegas does that. I, Vegas, they do that because of supply and demand. There's too many dancers. So <laughs> there's too many dancers. So to get a customer's attention, oh. they have to be like, I'll jerk you off for 20 bucks in addition to the dance. And that's why they do that. It like, so exploiting, you have to like, it's, it's, it's like econ 101. Like if there's more uh, supply than demand, yeah. then the customers have more right. power to be like, well, I don't want to dance with you unless you're going to do it. Wow. So, so were you a regular at this place you'd go to out there when you were 19? Like do people or 20, whatever. No, like, do uh, I would go to this place called Sapphire a lot in New York. That was pretty fun because <laughs> this is another thing that I did because, so you have to pay an entrance fee. It's usually 20 or $30, but at Sapphire, if you say you follow their Twitter, yeah. you get it for free. <gasps> so I would always be like, I would just be like, I follow you guys on Twitter. Oh, yeah. See, I'm economical with my vices. I'm economical with my vices. Okay, so what did it? What does it feel like when you're there? Like, why? When you? What was the high you'd got? Like, did you make? Is it like a? I would think it was because like you felt powerful. I think. Or like. I think I. I, Rich. I think when I first started going, there was something of that. Like I, you know, I like didn't have a girlfriend, and like I didn't, I wasn't around women who would like look at me or touch me like that you know and so there was some of mm-hmm. that like it was uh i was like paying for this like sort of fantasy mm. you know um that's the other thing with ship clubs is like uh you can't <laughs> like a lot of dancers come up to you mm. everybody's trying to make money right mm. it's a fucking cash economy everybody's trying to make money so they'll come up to you and they'll be like hi do you want to dance they'll mm-hmm. sit on, hi do you want to dance mm-hmm. but for me uh, because I only go in there with like two, three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to flirt with me. I want you to sell, okay. sell me yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So like usually the typically Russian girls who like don't try at all. They yeah. just go like, hey, come on, let's yeah, yeah, dance. Yeah, I'm I like, no, uh-huh. no, no, no. But like if they sit with me and like drink with me and like flirt with me, I'll be like, yes, of course. Because then the dance is more fun because it of feels course. like we just had a connection, even though it's all <gasps> fake, but it feels real. You want an emotional sort of... So then uh, that $20, $30 feels more valuable. It's like I'm getting more for my money rather than just like uh, you shoving your yeah. butt in my face. You know? I feel like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I totally understand that. And so, so, yeah. so you would... Uh, are there people you'd go back to, like girls you would dance with that you'd I don't be remember their connection? fucking names, you know? Oh, okay. But like... So then I did that for a little bit. Then I got to stop going. But then in LA, when I moved here last year, uh, because I was making a lot of money, mm-hmm. and as we know, when we when were both making a lot of money, we don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> and I was living alone. My girlfriend was still in New York, and I was like lonely. So I'd yeah. go to this place called Sins yeah. in West Hollywood. Yeah. And, like I, I remember, the, I didn't have a car, so I'd scooter there. Yeah. I've never scootered to a strip club in my entire that life. That is fucking wild. <laughs> that is so innocently weird. Like I'm just. Oh my god! Okay, so that scooter. was part of the. Okay, so, so you're scootering. Left, and then I go in, and then like I would like literally like what's it? What's that thing the Koreans do? Domi or something? Yeah, Tommy. I, I treat it like that, where it's like I treat it like a hostess club. I, uh, I'd be like sometimes I, I sometimes I don't even get a dance. I just buy them a drink and be like, just talk to me. For a while, like I did enjoy the transaction part of it, and I wonder if that makes me a misogynist. Like I, I did like maybe maybe it made me feel powerful because I. 
was I felt like I didn't have a lot of control over that aspect yeah. of my life when I was younger. Like I felt like I didn't have a girlfriend and I had all this stuff and like like I didn't I wasn't really hooking up with anybody. And there was something about like I gave you twenty bucks and you will do XYZ for me. That's you know? like a fun role play. Yeah, well, how about like in the bed? Someone can role play this with yeah, you. Yeah, but I don't want to lose money in my own house. <laughs> I can like Venmo There's my girlfriend. All, dude, th- it could be fucking fantasy. It doesn't have to be real money. It could be I'm playing with fake. Monopoly money. Yeah, I'm monopoly. playing with the, the <laughs> yeah, money yeah, by yeah. on Amazon for the photo yeah, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fucking hilarious. That's awesome. But anyways, that's my vice. Okay. What is your vice? <laughs> This is why I had to Google it because I was like, if yours is strip clubs, like it fits into the (laughs) sex money. Yeah, sex money drugs Drugs, is like the common. That's the common. I was like, I don't, I'm not addicted to any, the, I, this is why I came up with my, my makeup. I was like, okay, how is it a vice? It has to do with vanity and it has to do with greed. Because the okay. amount of makeup I spend money on is I think just way more than the average person. I just feel like it's so fun. Like every it's, I know where it started is I started watching like YouTubers, like probably 10 years ago mm-hmm. playing with makeup. And I was like, Oh, as an Asian woman, there's not that many Asian like bloggers or vloggers. I got really addicted to watching these few girls. And then I started thinking like, I need like every fucking tone of lipstick. Like I need like, I need like the right type of peach. Cause it's, it's surprising how different like to you when you think of makeup or mm-hmm. lipstick, it's like you're like it's red or yeah, it's pink, it's right? Yeah, yeah. No, there's like <laughs> millions of different, yeah. not really, but thousands of different ta- types. Because for lipstick, it could be about the sheerness. Yeah, it could be about the texture, uh-huh. like the how how dark it looks. And we all have different skin tone yeah. of a lip, right? Like yeah. I have a bit more peach in it. Yeah. So the color that I put on can change the color. Will look very different from somebody else that has oh. like even as an Asian person, like okay. your lip tone is different from mine yeah so even if i saw a review of a specific lip color it'll look different on you and it will on me Mm. and like i have freckles i wear different types of tones of clothes like i have i'm a neutral like i'm i'm in between tones so it's not like you know when you hear people that are like oh do you look better in gold or silver jewelry i'm like in the middle i look good in all of it okay (laughs) okay flex okay so i'm like okay when he says how much are you spending let's do numbers I would easily spend over $3,000 worth of uh, makeup. And that's not including like haircuts. maintenance of like haircuts or getting facials or getting massages. I'm okay. talking about surely like going to a Sephora, going to a Bloomingdale's or Nordstrom. So that's like a little under 300 a month. Also, just for fun context, I looked this up. Americans spend an average of 110 a month on beauty, fitness, and wellness. That's so that's about like 1200 bucks. So you're spending like three times more than that. Yeah, Yeah. it was not even like I like I don't. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly. So why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access, plus tips, are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Hey, remember when you said you were going to get me that gift from Japan last week? Whatever happened to that? Oh, yeah. I kind of ran out of funds, but I'm going to use EarnIn to get you that last-minute gift because you're a loved one. Yay! Download EarnIn today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the EarnIn app, type in Cuties under Podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show cuties under podcast subject to your available earnings location daily max and pay p- 
period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I don't wear that much makeup. Well, that's that's what I was going to ask you is because you don't really wear it. So wh- why do you have, is it I, like, I it's clearly some psychological thing is happening. I, do you like owning things? Do you like the yes. way it looks on your desk? I need you know? to have ever. I need to have one of, I was a kid when I was younger. Um, you know, when you would like, people have like things I, I loved candy right yeah. but I would never eat it I would hoard ha- candy that I got yeah. and I would hide it under my bed like For I would never For what purpose just, just to have, have it. it you just like having shit. I just like having it. it's like a hoard it's hoard it's literally a hoarding like <gasps> having <laughs> I and I think that it just um it makes me feel safe it makes me feel rich just having things like thing yes, items yes yes so makeup kind of became like my adult candy it's also the packaging when I have a beautiful packaged lipstick like fucking it Armani or Chanel yeah it's heft it feels good in my hand so it's all like an experience for you. It's not just what it looks like on your face no. or the brand. It's no. just like storing it away in this beautiful package, looking at it, feeling it in your hands. Yeah. And I don't like you're right. I only use I have a curated thing every time of makeup that I do use of all the makeup I have. And it's probably like point point oh five percent of what i have of oh make that, that i use. But it's like I always just reach for the exact same things over and over again yeah. because it took me this long to finally find exactly what I like. Um, why do you think it's makeup? I wasn't in, why I can't was, it be? Yeah. If you like the packaging, it, it, it sounds like you just sort of have this uh, gravitation to like just collecting nice things. You know, I feel you can get that from like jewelry. You can get that from like, I don't know. There's just like a lot of things you can mm-hmm. collect and look at and it's mm-hmm. nice. You know, those like Faber J eggs or whatever the fuck, you know, like <laughs> why is it? Why is it makeup? That's a good question. I feel like this is now a therapy session. I think my, I know my grandma always had like a bunch of beautiful makeup in her house and I would always play with it. Mm-hmm. My mom had makeup that she would put on, you know, every time we went out and she spent a lot of time like beautifying her face, but I wasn't allowed to play with her makeup. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would only do it when she wasn't looking. I would like kind of sneak into her room and play around with it. And it was, I think that it felt like it felt like playtime for mm-hmm. me and it felt like something kind of naughty that I was doing yeah. and that itself was exciting mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. something that I wasn't supposed to do. I wasn't supposed to play with makeup. I'm not supposed to put on my face. Like my mom was very strict about that when we were Ooh. kids. So maybe it's like, it feels like a little it's naughty. It's pretty amazing how like for both of our stories, like something happened when we were younger and it like mold, like it like made an impression on our brain. Yeah. And then, and then it's being sort of, it's manifesting in this weird way because it like, because it's not super straightforward for you. Right. It's like, it's not that you love trying different makeup and putting different art on your face all the time. Like that's not it for uh-uh. you. It's this thing that you feel like you're not allowed to have. And so now you just want all of it. Yeah. You know? Maybe it's, it's like, it's like you're like owning something. You're owning this thing in your past. You're conquering this thing in yeah. your past. And for me, I don't know what it is exactly, but there is something like there's some sort of control aspect of it. You know, there's sort of this like, 
oh, I can like buy this fantasy. I can control my reality with a $20 bill for three minutes or whatever the fuck, you know? Right, it is a fantasy that you get to live in and like we have power over that fantasy now. That's what the vice is, I think. It's like, I think that word is scary because it sounds like you have a problem with drugs or something. But really, I think we are just trying to like control something in our chaotic lives, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it's it. I, I you're like, yeah, it's not us masking our like <laughs> sadness with like like things that give us a rush. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not me, me being horny, I swear. It's, <laughs> I <thing> know. <laughs> it's not me liking <laughs> boobies. It's 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 so, this thing in the past that happened. It's uh, not my fault. <laughs> so like okay, so one of my goals is I I've always wanted a makeup brand for myself or yeah. like a Sephora or department place where i could sell makeup and uh, like that is a goal that i will most likely at some point in my life like being a model being able to like always be around this already yeah. like i know this is going to happen for me i just don't know when yeah um i know i want a business in makeup at some point mm-hmm. i think that you would you ever want to open up my own strip club <laughs> yeah or some be involved in it and somehow I, I always thought that if i not that I could make this happen because I have no connections, but like, I was like, oh, if I didn't do comedy, like it might be fun to work in a vice industry, whether it's like gambling or like managing a strip club or like something in the operation. There's something fascinating to me about making money from people. It's kind of like <laughs> cheating. I just feel like we're, we're, we're literally, strip clubs, we're making money from guys with boners, right? Yeah. Guys with boners yeah, are yeah, the yeah. best consumers. I, I don't know why every marketing meeting isn't about guys with boners because guys with boners will buy any buy and wow. do anything. They're so loyal. They're like in a trance state, right? They're so horny. They, they want this thing. You can get them to do anything. And it doesn't, it outlasts like your whole life. Men are horny till they're 100 years That's old, That's what right? I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> it's like people talk about like early adopters, laggards. Like, no, we got to be talking about like, if we're doing customer segments, my guy we gotta do guys with boners that's number one guys with boners you know all right so um here we play the audit game where i look into our friends right now we're doing fumis hi credit card statements and we analyze and kind of like go into the what is it the psyche of what happened to you while you're spending this what money happened to me this month? What, what the fuck were you doing here what the f- okay i need i have a question about this here hotel in houston downtown oh, here, you I, spent I, I, 200 here i pulled up right here. oh thank you or whatever you want yeah 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 Yeah, i see in houston you spent 274 dollars at a hotel i wanted to talk about this because mm-hmm. What kind of hotels do you usually get, right? Because to me, 207 is kind of like mid to below mid-tier, I'm assuming. Wait a second. What? Wait a second. What? You think that's for one night? That's two mm. nights. I would never, never spend 270 on a hotel a night. That's insane. That is insane. What? I would never no. spend over two. I would never months. go to a hotel with you then. Cause that is fucking crazy that you're only spending a hundred a hundred twenty dollars at a hotel. Well it's, I, it's it was a nice hotel. It's the, it was like a Marriott. No, I I can't no, I'm no, very no, picky. No, I'm no, very no. picky about this shit. <laughs> okay, wait, okay. wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Wait. But is it different? Okay, also, is it different because this is work versus because you were there for a show, right? Is it different when you're spending money on a hotel for work versus like a vacation? It's not at all. I'm always looking for deals. I've never not booked on like hotels tonight or something. I always use, I do too. Like, but I would ne- I mean like of course 
I have spent more than 200 bucks on a hotel because I've had to. Like, I went to Hawaii last year, and, like, obviously, hotels in Hawaii are very expensive. Even that, it was, like, I stayed for, like, nine or ten days. So, like, I, I the first three, because it was, like, a weekday, it was 170. And over the weekends, the rates were, like, 250. So, like, overall, I paid probably about 200 or something per night. But, yeah, I don't like paying a lot of money for hotels and lodging. I fucking hate it. Mm. I will stay at a fucking hostel if I have to. Like, I won't fucking do it i won't fucking do it no no for me (laughs) no i like to stay around like below 150 for (gasps) hotels if i can if i can okay i must be such a pretentious where are you staying are you staying at the w the fucking jw marriott like where the fuck are you staying i mean okay i feel okay i don't spend money like this but i I think that when i go on vacation maybe it's a little different with work i really love the experience of a room like that is very important it will affect the whole mood for really? me really yes the whole trip can be affected by how shitty the room is and hmm. like uh, hmm. that, that's just me because people spend money on different things for me the hotel has to feel l- kind of luxurious like can I, I say something what? okay let's say you go on a vacation in new york right yeah you get a nice hotel in new york city you would and new york yeah. city hotel prices are crazy right yeah so like 200 is not enough. You probably shout out 300 yeah. for like a room like yeah. what you're describing, yeah. right? Yeah. But to me, that makes no sense because like you're out. New York City, you're out. You're outside. You're spending money outside. So yeah. why does this have to be that nice? I'm not saying I want to stay in a shithole, but why tell spend... You. Okay, go ahead. Because you spent all this time outside in the shithole of New York and it being dirty. <laughs> I want to fucking walk in and feel like, oh my God, what a fucking relaxing whatever 5,000 thread count yeah, sheet yeah, yeah. I want to feel like no one's gonna there's no fucking rats possibly running around although there probably is but yeah. create the illusion for me yeah, I want yeah. nice lighting I want to feel I don't want to smell cigarettes walking in I also don't want to walk around with other people that are in the hotel that look like they I don't know that they just like rolled in from fucking like <laughs> the uh, Arkansas who she just poor <laughs> I'm sorry this is the most pretentious no, thing no, I please, can ever this is fascinating okay i want to feel like a queen in the hotel i I stay because i I don't spend that much on rent anymore and i i think i do a good job amount of saving money there i feel shitty about that too though this is just so funny how it started with like you being like 270 a a night what are you a fucking poor person i'm like no that's two nights no no i have spent like let like like you're saying on a place where it's like 150 dollars in new york and i just I don't know. I think I'm just so... Pre- I don't I like it. Mean, I hate it. I hate it. I hate when it. When a hotel is dirty, up. I, I can't do it either. I make sure that like... I, I love a good deal, but I do want to stay in a place I'm like, I don't want it to... Because I, I made this mistake one time of like, I had a flight to catch back to New York from North Carolina. I was doing a show. It got canceled. I had to stay an extra night in North Carolina. I was stingy and I was like, I don't want to pay that much for a hotel because I'm leaving first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never stayed at a motel, but like, what could be so bad? I go mm-hmm. in, the whole place smells like yeah. a boy's locker room. Mm-hmm. I'm right by the ho- pool. It's, it, it's, it, they're so loud. The bathroom is dirty. I legit went in. I went back to the, the front desk and I was like, I actually can't stay here anymore. Yeah. And they gave my money back and yeah. I paid a hundred more dollars to stay at like a regular Marriott. Right? And I was just like, and it wasn't the Good JW Marriott, you. but I was like, let me just stay in like a normal thing because like you can afford it yeah yeah Give yourself- like I, I was being stupid my bad my bad you know? yeah i've yeah. done that before when i traveled to uh it's happened to me like twice like brazil i've gone hotels i've dated guys who try to be cheap with the hotel oh like you're on vacation together dude That's it a turn on. fucks up my ro- yeah. my mood if you 
if you get me a hotel that's like a holiday inn or some shit like or even if like i know it's fucked up because they're paying for it i will pay the difference and stay in a nicer hotel but i will not i can't i can't be in the mood i'm just like I can't. It's just so unsexy to me. Like That's a so shitty. That's so funny. It's that funny. you say Holiday Inn because I took my girlfriend to San Diego and we stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> How do you even want to like hold each other? <laughs> Looking at that fucking dark gray <laughs> kind of sad. The free breakfast. With ne- what's free up with- breakfast. What's up with that? Yeah, the breakfast is fucking like a little like it's like Twinkies. No, no I love Twinkies. Twinkies. No, yes, like it's eggs. Twinkies. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, eggs but what kind of eggs is it? It's probably bad eggs and some home it's fries. It's hard boiled eggs from some, Costco. I know some, what that is. They get some home fries. No, they it's fucking fries. yeah, it's home fries and it's like a, a, a basket <laughs> of like random ding dongs and shit. Literally like, never seen you so upset on this podcast. <laughs> sorry, I just, I'm sorry. This is so pretentious. Okay, but let's I'm move gonna, on. Let's move on. Okay, give me give me a couple more. Next. Um, I want to say throughout this whole thing that I'm looking at, you've only eaten at one Asian establishment and you have a lot of like, you have a lot of restaurants here and you have a lot of like coffee shops. Ching, that's Ching Chikurin in Sautel. <laughs> that's not racist. That's, that's where you fucking racist. ate. Don't, don't that's be the racist. only one fucking place you ate. What is this place? Okay, that's Ch- a place in Sautel and they sell like okonomiyaki. You know yeah. what that is? It's yes. like those pancakes. Yes. It was pretty good. It was all right. So here's my problem. I just feel like I don't... I live in West Hollywood. I don't have a lot of good Asian food accessible here that is at my the price point that i like uh-huh. and also like wait what's the price hold on i just i don't like paying a lot of money for asian food that's like my thing i'd rather just make it at home so like wow. i do grocery shop but I, I we make a lot of japanese food at home wow. but like i just like also i'm not saying la doesn't have good asian food because it definitely <gasps> does it definitely does but you have to know where you're going and i think like even this place it was pretty expensive it was okay and I'm like, I don't want to spend 80 bucks on like okonomiyaki historically is a food that was created around World War II. It literally translates to whatever you want. That's what okonomiyaki, uh. it, it, it's, it's, yaki means to grill something. So yeah. it's whatever you want grilled. And during World War II, they were so, everybody was so poor. The government would just give you flour. Yeah. And so people would take the flour, put water, eggs in it, uh-huh. and then put whatever vegetables they could find yeah. and make little pancakes. Yeah. That's where this comes from. And for me to pay fucking $80 for fucking two, yeah. one for me and one for my girlfriend, it's dumb and it's not good. And like, I just feel like I have such a high standard of Asian yeah. food that like, I don't really feel like going out to eat Asian food that much, to be honest. And so when I do go out, it's always like new American food or whatever the fuck. Because I, like, I don't make that stuff at home. Look, I think I'm going to blame you. This is all your fault. This is my fault? Okay. For ordering the cheapest flour world war food no but this place specializes in it yeah i know but you're trying to find the cheapest food in fucking sawtell (laughs) it's very expensive that's like that's that's your fault like you could be getting sushi for that price probably for 30 dollars. probably you could probably get some good sushi or like that so that's your fault for getting fucking flour ass war <laughs> food in sawtell one of the most expensive like zip codes okay yeah, yeah okay i don't know so that i don't know that you are looking at the wrong fucking places for okay. asian food okay please go to san gabriel valley that's i will is. guarantee that every block will have t- at least two restaurants that are phenomenal yeah. they might have horrible ratings do yeah, not follow okay. the ratings yeah. on yelp okay korea come on koreatown yeah we, we weren't in koreatown we just happened to be in saltel you know do you think that asian food should not be worth as much as europeanized it's not it's not i i'm not saying uh, that's 
I think it should be worth a lot. I just think that because my experience with Asian food is like eating it in Asia and I understand that here it's an export. That's why ramen costs like $20. Even when it cost $13 in 2010, I was like, ugh, this shit's like $4 <laughs> yeah. a pen. And now that it's $20, I'm like, you really have to think, is this a $20 experience? Is this that <laughs> yeah, good? I get and that. the answer is no, it's not $20 good. Yeah. And that's my problem with a lot of... It's especially with Japanese food. Like, I love Japanese food. It can be so good. But if I'm going to fucking drop 30 bucks on your fucking ass bento box, it better blow my fucking mind, bro. <laughs> and in New York, it's just so accessible because the trains and stuff. And here, like, I got to drive to San Gabriel. That's so fucking far away. You know, I, I don't, I don't have anything. Uber Eats. Yeah, but Uber, that's so expensive, you know? At least in New York, I can just go there. And it's still expensive, but, like, you can go to, like, Otoya in New York, which is pretty good. And it's like a little bento thing with fish and like it's pretty good for like a little under 30. Yeah, I and do. It's, and it's it's excellent. I do agree that you are in a very like this this neighborhood is very white or like it's yeah. very like it's not just white. It's very it's Jewish. You get really good Jewish food here. You get good different types of food. You're but it's more like European based, like Italian. It's not very Asian. Yeah, you're not yeah, in a very yeah. Asian. Like you probably yeah. don't really run into that many Asians just like walking around here. So no, and I wish that I would. Yeah, they would me up. I mean, so maybe uh, maybe you need to <laughs> fucking move a little bit. I don't know. Get closer to your people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you don't even have to spend that much money on Asian food. Let's move on. Okay. But, um, Let's do like one more. I do think you need to go to more Asian restaurants. You should. You should take me because I feel okay, like you always right, know. All right. All right. We'll go with your girlfriend. <gasps> We can all go together. You want That'd to be do so cute. Date? Yeah. <gasps> but who gon' pay? <laughs> Why don't we just not talk about it and see what okay, happens? Okay, okay, We'll, we'll secretly what? record it. We'll record the experience when we get to the menu part or the yeah. the, the, the pay the part. Yeah, yeah. I love Kismet. Love it. Great option. Oh, I hated it. It was so bad. It was so bad, dude. And it was so expensive. This is what I'm talking about. It's not good. You know what's good? Persian food? Fucking Rafi's in Glendale. That's good. This place sucks ass. And it's expensive. And they got like cool hipster Asian people working there. Even though it's like a Lebanese restaurant, whatever the fuck. I'm like, I don't fucking buy any of this shit. I know it's cute, but like, that's what you're paying for. You're paying. Wait a you're sec. fucking paying for white people with tattoos to give you Lebanese food. And I <laughs> hate that shit. I hate that shit. Wait a second. What the fuck did you order that was bad? There's no. no. Did you go? Wait, it's not delivery. Bad, no, you went and good. ate it there. Yeah, I went. I, I ate there. Did you get the chicken? I don't fucking remember what I got, dude. Why did you spend eighty one dollars? Because it was like cents? a thing that was like shared for two people or something like that. That's a lot of money for two people, dude. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a hater. It just I, I have very high standards when it comes to food, and if it's gonna be that expensive. Okay, wait a second. I think now I'm coming to a conclusion that. Because if you pay 80 bucks for that, you wouldn't think that chicken is good. But because you pay 30, you think it's good. It matters. The price point matters. The price point matters. And I also think like who you go with and like what you need to get recommendations. Because like this experience was so different for you, right? Even if this was like $40 for you, you wouldn't go back, it sounds like. I wouldn't you didn't go think back, that. No. So I'm saying it sounds like you, we can definitely judge a place by the first time we go but we got to give it a second chance and we got to talk to people who actually might like that restaurant that's true that's right because we might have ordered like going one time to a restaurant expecting to love it is also really wild the opposite is true you could love it and go back the second time you're like 
and you bring in friends and you're like, hmm, I guess it's okay. You know I hate what I mean? that. Don't yeah. you feel stupid I know, when you feel that so dumb. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's like, a, it's like showing somebody like a funny YouTube video and they're not laughing, you know? It's uh, like, it's like it, a live version of that. And then you have to, and then what you do is you start speaking up. Like, you're like, oh, did you hear that part? Yeah. The, you explain <laughs> you, the you joke. Soft, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you explain the joke and that which kills it. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. What the fuck is this? You're in-flight Wi-Fi? Are you buying in-flight Wi-Fi? Okay. So I made, what a, the fuck? I made a mistake. I made a mistake. You paid $12, then you played $15. I made a mistake. What? Okay, please forgive me. <laughs> I had to I had to work on something that required internet and I was like, okay, I'll pay I'll pay for internet, that's fine. Uh because it's it'll be fast and whatever. I forgot I was I was, I was taking two flights. One it was like a it was like a connecting flight. The first one is an hour. Oh, no. And the second one's three hours. I oh, thought no. the first one was three hours Uh-oh. and the second one's an hour. So I bought internet on the first one. The second I bought it, they're like, we're landing shortly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And so mm-hmm. I couldn't really work on it because they made me put my laptop away. So then I got on a second flight. I bought it. <sighs> then I worked on the thing. But I, I wasted fucking 15 And oh, I, I still, I'm so stingy. I still think about that $15. I'd be so I still pissed. Think about that. I'd be so pissed. I'm sorry that happened to yeah. you. That is so fucked up. It's fucked, right? The 50 and plus by by the way, three hours for fi- is it three hours for fifteen dollars? It like, it's like it's like the unlimited package or whatever, like for the duration of your flight. The one hour was like. Did you make use cheaper, of it at all? But I did. Yeah, I had to. Okay. I did like work on a packet or something. So. Oh God, yeah. I'm too cheap but to pay for that. I I'm thought- okay paying for it if I'm working on something, but the the fact I did it twice. That's two pain points that really hurt me, you know. Dude, that's twenty-seven. That's almost thirty dollars that you spent. I know, and that's Wi-Fi. almost as much as your kismet. It's not even enough for a kismet. No, kismet no. Meal, you know? dude, I can't believe you spent that much. I mean, that's you're I, judging me so hard right I, now. That is like, <laughs> you're well, really I, I think everybody that goes on planes think about paying for this, like at some yeah, point. And yeah. I want to know the stats on how many people are actually paying for. Well, Wi-Fi. I think if you're working, actually, the, to be honest with you, back in the day, Wi-Fi used to be shitty. Now you can like watch videos on there. Yeah, it's pretty fast. So I do think that. If you need to like actually do work, it's worth it. If you need the internet, it's totally worth it. Can I can I yeah, say something? Yeah, of course. I fucking hate going on like late night, uh, late night trips. Like, and someone has their laptop fucking laptop. But, like, how bright is that shit? When all the lights, <laughs> when the lights are off and the fucking laptop is open. Yeah. Not only do you feel bad because you know there's work you could be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you feel guilty and you're sleeping. You yeah, can't sleep. But you can't even. <laughs> you can't even sleep you can't even like repress the feelings of not working because it's fucking blaring in your face that you could be up doing this yeah yeah so this is uh i hate that i hate it i don't think anyone should work on a plane i think we should all not work on planes yeah we should all when we all like they should make an announcement be like hey listen just want to let you know nobody's better than anybody else on this plane (laughs) (laughs) please put your laptops away because let's be fucking honest like it's uncomfortable your your table's like one inch by one inch your laptop yeah. doesn't fucking fit on that just no. relax and watch a fucking adam sandler movie and just treat this as what it is it's just a fucking three hour power flight just to chill. dallas just chill watch a movie maybe watch a movie go take a shit it's free eat, eat your fucking biscottis and you're there thank you guys so much for thank listening you. this was great um if you want to support the podcast please follow us on all the socials uh you can find me on there at the fumi abe that's t-h-e-f-u-m-i-a-b-e and you can find my instagram at baked goods b-a-i-k-e-d-g-u-d-s or my website steffybake.com what is the joint uh instagram account cash oh, cuties cash pod. cuties pod please follow us on instagram there Yay, and please. we also have a youtube channel so subscribe and find us on there 
Um, and please email us at cat, cashcutiespodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you want us to talk about. You know, if you have like, if you're in a financial buy and we'll talk about it on the podcast. We just want to hear from you. Um, and that's it. So yeah. we'll see you guys next week. Cuties, spend <laughs> wisely. Spend your money wisely. Yeah. Or have fun. Or have fun. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>